Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, an Apple original series. The world is on fire. I decided to do something about it. On November 17th. This place, it's not ours. Believe me. The most massive event of the year arrives. But if you come with me, you'll know everything, I promise. Oh my God, go, go, go! Monarch, Legacy of Monsters. Streaming November 17th, only on Apple TV+. Apple Card is the credit card created by Apple. You earn 3% daily cash back up front when you use it to buy a new iPhone 15, AirPods, or any products at Apple. And you can automatically grow your daily cash at 4.15% annual percentage yield when you open a high-yield savings account. Apply for Apple Card in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card subject to credit approval. Savings is available to Apple Card owners subject to eligibility. Savings accounts by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This is the Rise of the Young Podcast, bringing you insights from the most innovative entrepreneurs and influencers of this era. Hosted by 17-year-old entrepreneur, author, public speaker, and branding expert, Casey Adams. Now, let's get right into the show. Casey Adams here. Welcome to the Rise of the Young Podcast. Super excited about this episode. We have the man, Andy Frisella, with us today. Really appreciate you coming on, Andy. Of course, brother. I'm, I'm excited to be on. For sure. So I know that um, I'm sure a lot of people that are watching obviously know who you are. You've been able to create a massive movement on social media. But for those one or two people that may not know who Andy Frisella is, I'd love to just hear your intake on that. Man, uh, you know what? I'm just a normal dude who uh, runs some companies, you know, and uh, I, I, um, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a celebrity or some sort of special kind of guy. I'm just a regular guy who, uh, who has been in business for a long time. Um, I started when I was 19 years old. When I was a, when I was a kid, you know, I was always entrepreneurial minded, uh, and always obsessed with, with entrepreneurship and business. Um, and, you know, I've just been down a long road, uh, where, where in reality, I've been in this a long time, uh, 19 years, but I started so young that I'm not really not that much older than, than uh, guys who are getting started like yourself. So um, I try to give back. I try to uh, provide uh, actionable information, not just motivation, um, which I think lacks with a lot of the info out right now. Um, so the guys like you, man, can can come up and kill it. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's uh, that's what I'm about. Uh, the company, the biggest company that I own, uh, the the one that everybody recognizes, is called First Form International. We make nutritional supplements. Uh, we're high end. We're definitely not cheap. We're, we're at the highest uh, price point, but we're also the best. Uh, and I own six different companies that are vertically integrated that all have to do with uh, sports nutrition. I own some real estate stuff. And, uh, and then I have my podcast, which is called the MFCEO Project, which is a, a top 10 podcast in the world. Um, started it just like you did, man. And, uh, and, you know, I'm just trying to set an example for guys like you, bro. For sure. I really appreciate that, man. And yeah. for everyone listening, if you haven't checked out his podcast, it's the most fire out of every podcast, man. Like not even just for the, you're on your band, but like the most in-depth, real valuable podcast that I've ever listened to. Yeah. It gets, uh, it gets pretty heated sometimes. You could always tell when I'm having a rough day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I literally listened to like six episodes today, man, all day at school. But yeah. So when it comes to your journey, I mean, obviously I have a lot of younger entrepreneurs that follow me. And, um, when it comes to, you said you started entrepreneur journey around 19. So like when you were 17, 18, 19, what was Andy Frisella back then doing on a day-to-day basis? Oh man. You know, just 
Dude, the same things that people think about now, you know, I was trying to figure out how I could make the most money. I was trying to figure out, you know, if, if college was the right thing for me or if it wasn't, uh, I was trying, you know, I was trying to get into girls and which not having very much success with that. Um, and just going through that journey of trying to, uh, you know, figure out what I was about because what I felt I was about, um, wasn't what everybody else thought I should be about. You know what I mean? I always felt like I was going to do my own thing and, and I knew I was different than other people, but because everybody else was telling me to do a, B and C, um, I believe that I was, there was something wrong with me. So I had, I had a difficult time during those years. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that. Uh, you know, unfortunately people, that have your best interests in mind, don't always realize what they're actually saying to you. <laughs> and uh, so I was just trying to figure it out, man. I had just got done. Um, I was a pretty good athlete in high school. Uh, and I had just, that had just ended for me. So um, I, I, I really didn't want to play uh, college sports. It wasn't, I could have, um, I had a lot of, of, of opportunity to do that. I just chose not to. Yeah. Um, and it kind of worked out for me too because I had uh, I was I had a number of Division One uh, scholarship offers to play football. And I ended up getting hurt really bad in football. So once that happened, uh, you know, I, I was bummed, man. I was like really distraught and really upset because that was my dream at the time. Um, and w- looking back, I, I'm very happy that it didn't work out because I wasn't going to play in the NFL. You know what I mean? I I was good, but I wasn't that good. Um, and it, I really, I wouldn't have got on this path. You know what I mean? For real. So it's um, crazy that you say that. Yeah. It, stuff works out. Because you know? um, actually, so like for me, um, two years ago, kind of same thing happened. I was playing football and I'm not someone big. I'm only like five, six or whatever, but always been involved with sports. And I had a neck injury that almost had me paralyzed in 10th grade. And I was in a neck brace for like 20 weeks. And oh, it's wow. funny that you say that. It's awesome. Cause it's just like so relatable to me. Cause like I was literally, wasn't able to ever play football again. So I just wanted to point that out. Cause like, yeah, that's so awesome. Like this is really vibe with me there. Yeah. 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 For sure, man. For sure. You know, um, a lot of times it's been my experience that things happen. Uh, like, you know, it sounds corny, right? Like, Oh, everything happens for yeah. a reason. But, um, uh, man, the truth is, is that that's very true. I, I, you know, when I look back and think about all the things and that the little, um, that what I thought were coincidences or setbacks at the time, really, it wasn't that at all. It was just like the universe kind of guided me back on the path that I was wanting to be on in a long, long haul. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. That's what's up. So I know that um, regarding leadership, I think that's definitely something that I've taken away from you, how to really be a leader when it comes to culture. And that's something that I really like to focus on when I'm studying stuff from you. So when it comes to leadership for all like the 17 to 25 year olds that may be listening to thousands of them, What's one of like the most important things that you'd want 15 to 25 years to five year olds to know about leadership? Okay. First of all, when you're that age, right. And you're looking around and, and you're not a hundred percent sure of yourself, you know, you act like you are, but the truth is on the inside, none of us were right. And, uh, stepping up and like going against the grain or going what, what you think is right or, or, or leading, is a very scary thing for a lot of people because, um, you know, when I grew up, dude, I wasn't ever like the captain of the football team and I wasn't ever like, I wasn't ever vocal, you know? And, uh, 
I wasn't considered a leader. And what I learned, the truth is, is that leadership is a skill, just like shooting free throws is a skill. And if you shoot more free throws, you're going to get better at it. And leadership is just like that. So um, the biggest thing that I would say is like, dude, you have to understand that leadership is a necessary skill for you to develop if you want to make a lot of money in your life. Okay. You've got to develop it. Two, you have to understand that you have to let go of what your friends are going to think or what people are going to think, like if they're going to snicker at you or if they're going to laugh at you or they're going to do this or that. Because the truth of it is, is once you step up and start becoming a leader, you're going to get one person to join you. You're going to get two people to join you if you're leading from the right place, you know, and doing the right thing. And eventually those people that are laughing at you are going to be the people that are asking you for a job. So you can't let um, you can't let social influence or your friends or people make you feel like you can't be a leader. Um, and I think the third thing and, and, and one of the most important things to understand is that, you know, everybody can learn that skill. It, it, it really isn't, it's not charisma. It's not like, you know, we, in our history, people look at leaders as like very vocal people um, that, that they have to be this certain type of person, a charismatic leader, those are the ones that are celebrated the most. And the truth of it is, is that you don't have to be that way. There's a different leadership style for everybody. And really what leadership comes down to is two different things. One is that you're setting the example, okay? You guys are, are all old enough now to have heard, you know, uh, the Vince Lombardi quote that leadership isn't the best way to lead. Leadership is the only way to lead, okay? And um, so you have to set the example. Like if you're not doing what you need to do, then other people aren't going to aren't going to do it when you ask them to do it. So you have to do what you uh, ask of other people and you have to be willing to do it and you have to be willing to do it better than them. OK. Yeah. And then the second thing is, is that you can't tolerate less than the level that you expect. OK. A lot of people and this is this thing that young guys really struggle with when it comes to leaders, uh, guys and girls, the leadership is that. You know, you look, you have a standard, right? And your standard is a level 10. It's excellence. And you, because you're thinking you're a nice guy, you, one of your team members or somebody on your uh, squad performs at a level eight. And you're like, well, I don't want to bust that guy's balls too hard. You know, he's normally a pretty good guy and you tolerate it. Well, what happens is, is that that person will continue to operate at that level eight over and over and over again. And what you're doing is because you're becoming a weak leader and you let them slide, you're actually harming them. And I, this is the biggest concept for me that it, that took a long time to learn. And if you can learn this young, man, it's really good because, you know, we all want to help the people that we're leading. We all want to help people who are our friends and people that we care about. And when we let them slide and operate at less potential than what they're capable of, we're hurting them because they're going to make less money. They're going to have less success. They're going to be more frustrated. So it's important not to tolerate anything less than the standard that you set. And that means, you know, A, showing them what the standard is through your actions and B, you know, calling them out whenever they do um, things that are below that, below that standard. And that doesn't mean you have to yell at them. That can be something as simple as like, Hey bro, <laughs> You know, you slacked on that right there. I saw that. And, like, give them a little shit about it. You know what I mean? There's always different little techniques to get somebody back up to the level. So um, it's not necessarily a confrontation. It can be a lot of different ways. 
I was just listening to your podcast recently with my, um, one of my good friends, Charlie, um, Charlie Jabley. Yeah, exactly. Dude, it, it's funny because I was listening to that and um, kind of like the whole Nike thing. Uh, I just wanted to um, share this with you because me and Charlie, we connected about a month ago and literally he followed me the day that he dropped his video about the Nike sponsorship. And I, I own a viral marketing company and we work with a lot of people to get videos viral. So me and Charlie were chatting and we actually put that video on my Facebook page and brought it to like a million views in seven days. But the reason I bring that up is because I definitely want to bring up just um, when he talked about just like living who you position yourself to be. So it's like Charlie Rocket, right? And I know that you guys really went in depth about that. And I just wanted to kind of get your intake when it comes to self-esteem and really just how you hold your character so highly and really just stay aligned with your vision and what you do. Well, the first thing that you need to understand is that, uh, are you getting an echo? A little bit. Not really though. Okay. So the first thing that you need to understand about self-esteem is that, you know, our parents, our teachers, especially for you younger guys, man, um, you know, they're telling you that you should always feel good about yourself and you should always believe in yourself and you should always uh, have confidence and all this shit. But here's the reality, dude, that stuff is earned. Okay. So like you're not, if you're, if you're not a good person, if you're not doing the right things, if you're not doing the things that are going to move you forward that you know in your heart, you you shouldn't feel good about yourself. So the first thing you have to understand is the way, just like I said, leadership is a skill, confidence, self-esteem, um, you know, self-worth. These other things can be built. All right. And they're built through you being productive towards the things that you want to go towards, which, by the way, are also intentional decisions. All right. So, for example, in Charlie's in Charlie's case, Charlie wanted to be an athlete. All right. So what do athletes do? Athletes eat right. Athletes train every day. All right. And as he's eating right and as he's training every day, he's gaining self-worth. He's gaining self-esteem. He's gaining confidence in the fact that he can achieve that. So when you're when he has a day where, you know, we all have days like this where we don't eat right and we don't train or in our case as entrepreneurs, we don't make the calls we, we should have made or we don't connect the way we should have. We start to feel worse about ourselves. So self-esteem is, is something that constantly moves, right? So you have to understand, like, your teachers and all that that tell you, oh, you should feel good about yourself. They're full of shit. It's not yeah. the way it works. It's it, You can tell yourself all day long, I'm confident. I'm, I'm, I'm self, I have self-esteem and this and that. It, it, you know in your heart if you're doing what you should be doing, and that's where that really comes from. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. And on, the, on the topic of just – when it comes to the younger generation and self-esteem and just what, what do you think is like, I know that you talk a lot about just like the younger generation with social media. So when it comes to like the younger generation that you're seeing, what do you think is some challenges, whether that be what they're putting on social media or just some things you see the younger generation should know moving into the entrepreneur world from someone like you who has massive experience. Dude, look, man. Um, I love the younger generation. They're smarter than us. They're more skilled than us. Um, they have more resources than us because you're able to learn through podcasts and social media and all these things that like guys like me didn't have, which will accelerate the amount of time it takes for you to be successful. No question. Where it took me, uh, you know, 12 years to really get things rolling, it should take you six. Okay. But here's the thing that you guys have to understand. It's still going to take six. Okay. So patience is a big thing. The way I describe patience is this. And I like to use the analogy of an axe, okay? So an axe is like 
the best tool ever invented because it shaped the landscape literally and figuratively of our country, all right? The ax takes a bunch of different components for it to work, all right? One, it takes effort. If you swing the ax over and over, or if you let the ax sit on the floor, uh, it's not going to do anything. You've got to swing it over and over and over again hard, right? So it's effort. Two, it takes um, consistency, all right? If you don't hit the tree in the same spot over and over and over again, you just go up and down the tree, the tree's never going to fall down, all right? Um the, last, the third thing it takes is, is uh, self-awareness, all right? You've got to be able to evaluate when your blade is getting dull, okay? If you don't stop every once in a while to sharpen your blade, it doesn't matter how many times you hit the tree in the same spot and how hard you swing it, you're going to be frustrated. And the way this works for you guys is that you've got to put time into mental development. You've got to be aware that maybe, maybe you need to stop and evaluate your work and make sure that you're doing everything right. Right. And the fourth thing, and this is where you guys have to really think is patience. OK, you're trying to chop down a massive tree, dude. I'm trying to build. I'm trying to make millions of dollars. I'm trying to be very successful. That's a big tree, dude. So it doesn't matter how sharp your axe is. It doesn't matter how hard you swing it. It doesn't matter how consistent you are. Guess what? It's still going to take time. OK, and that's the biggest thing that that you younger guys have to understand, because you don't like you guys don't have the patience aspects that we the guys like me had. OK, like you guys have social media. You connect with everybody instantly. You text everybody. You get food instantly wherever you want. Yeah. So everything yeah. in your life is based around right now, instant gratification. And that's awesome. Right. I enjoy all that shit, too. We all do. But the, I think where it hurts the younger generation is they just have an unrealistic time frame of what how much time it's going to take. And you have to understand that success takes a long time. Okay. And while it might not take as long as it did for me, because of the technology that you guys have, it's still going to take you years. And so like trying something for a month or three months or six months, yeah. I get a lot of young guys who are like, dude, I tried this for six months and it's not working, bro. <laughs> Like six months, man, I fucking take naps longer than that. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's uh it's something that you have to be aware of. So try not try to remember, like we're cutting down a big tree, man, a big, big tree, and it's just gonna take time. For sure, definitely. And I, I, it's funny because I know that um just meeting a lot of young people, I think that's definitely vital, especially from like listening to you, listening to Gary. It's just I feel like especially I love how you brought up like the instant gratification because it's just two different like you guys had none of that. And for like a younger generation, we can't even like fathom that in process, you know. But yeah, dude, and it's just something that really hurts a lot of young guys because they expect because like, dude, here's the other thing. Like our media and our our um, our society celebrates the rags to riches, right? They want to tell you the story of the guy who started this app or this um, this business or this something. And guess what? Now Google bought it for a billion dollars in six months or whatever, you know, these crazy stories. But you guys have to remember, this isn't about quick, right? This is about for sure. So like, you know, getting rich quick, it's like the, it's the romantic thing, right? But getting rich for sure is the ultimate goal, right? Like you guys, you guys at your age have the, have this great opportunity to be like literally 10 years ahead of like where I am in life. So like, dude, I'm, I'm 38. You could be where I'm at at 28. You know what I mean? It's amazing. So 
um, you know, just just understand that, you know, it's going to take some time for that tree to come down. For sure. So, yeah. So for me, I, um, as someone young, I think networking, I'm sure you would agree, is huge for me, huge for any sort of relationship in business. So when it comes to you from a networking perspective, meeting people, I always you always hear the quote, like your network is your network. How has that impacted you and how has the people around you coming up to where you are now impacted your life? Well, dude, I mean, it's 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 a huge deal, right? Like, um, you know, opportunities come through the action and through the relationships that you have. So you have to make sure that you're associating with the right people. And, you know, when you start out, you've got your like, you know, where you are in high school, you've got your high school buddies. Right. And everybody starts there. I've started there, too. And you have probably just knowing you a little bit, you have high ambitions for yourself and probably most of your friends they don't get it yet, right? No, and <laughs> and uh, what's going to happen is you're going to start to feel them use rise and them sort of drift away from you. And, and you're going to get in a phase where, like, you feel like you're alone, okay? And that phase is going to last for a while. I get, I get a lot of messages from guys like you who are ambitious, who are hustling, who are doing stuff. And they're like, dude, I don't have any friends. Nobody calls me. Nobody asks me to go out because you're always being productive. But – you know, you still want to have that relationship. So you have to understand, you don't lose friends. What happens is you go through phases and, and there's nothing wrong with the friends you have, by the way, like, dude, don't like look down on them because they don't share the same ambition. You know, love them for who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like they're your buddies, you know what I'm saying? Um, but what's going to happen is, is you're going to, you're going to start to progress and you're going to find new people that come in your life that are aligned with your vision and where you felt like, you know, in the beginning, maybe people weren't supporting you or, or they were um, not helping you at the very least. Uh, you're going to find a group of people who share the same vision, same, same ambitions. And those relationships that might come at your age, you know, if, if you're 17, 18, now they might come when you're 25. Those relationships are going to be the ones that really fulfill you because they align with your with your goals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Um, dude, it's a huge deal, um, you know, and that's why, like, in 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 this space, like we were saying uh, off the feed earlier, you know, networking with people who are already doing it, everybody works together. There's no animosity. So, I mean, of course, everybody wants to win, but it's friendly. You know what I mean? And uh, and so you, what you find is that you, you really enrich your life with quality people versus people who don't share the same vision. But, dude. I'm going to tell you, you're going to go through that desert, man, where there's nobody around and it. It's uh, it can get lonely. So Dude, for sure. That, yeah. that was pretty much like my last two years, man. Cause like, it's so funny how, like when it comes to, for me, networking, especially from a young age, like you brought it up. So like, um, you know, Caleb Maddox by chance. Yeah. So Caleb, he's my homie. Actually, he actually, um, invited me to an event out in San Diego, like beginning of 2017. And that's kind of like where I met Dan Fleshman and all these guys, Caleb brought it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I was talking with Dan last week about you, and he was like, yeah, dude, like, definitely um, get him on your podcast. And then that's when I reached out to you. But yeah, man, I just wanted to bring it up because, I mean, when Caleb kind of invited me to this event in San Diego, that was like my first time flying across the country, went to Cali, spoke at this event. And, like, where are you at? Um, epic mastermind experience. No, no, no. Where are you in the country? Oh, Virginia. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I went out there, and that was like, for me, that was two years ago, like, the opening, like, holy shit, I'm like, this is what being in the right room feels like, you know? And like, that, that that's kind of like, it, it's funny how you brought that up about like that desert feeling because even for me, like in high school, like I literally, I still have my friend group, but it's like 
they're like you said, they're off to the side, right? Right. So and then I, it was funny because um like literally from that trip, I literally went out to LA or San Diego to network for like every single month for like the entire 2017 just to build my network, just to build my brand. And I think definitely a lot of people they're just not getting the factor of just like continuous being in the same room with the right people that will like really help you level up, you know? It's a huge deal. Huge. For you sure. Know? Um, and a lot of people will feel morally wrong about that. They're like, well, you're just doing that so you can get something. No, that's not how you do it. You won't be successful like that. You have to look at it like, what can I do for these people? What can I do to bring value to these guys? What can I do to help them? And when you start becoming that person, it gets reciprocated. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And so another thing I wanted to bring up, because I know with first form regarding just influencer marketing, I want to kind of get some tactical things right now. So when it comes to just force form, I've been following the brand for a while and you guys have an amazing just marketing strategy with influencer marketing, social media, and just everything learning that. Like, cause I've talked with Dan a lot and I know that you guys are definitely good friends and just, it's amazing to see what you've been able to build. And I definitely like give you much appreciation for that. But when it comes to just the space of marketing for a product-based company, like what would you say is like very critical to even starting in that space? In the influencer marketing space? Yeah. Okay, you got to have a culture, man. Um, you know, people want to be a part of something. They don't want to just sell shit. So uh, you have to learn what culture is and you have to learn how to build it. And that's what, we, you know, what I talked about at 10X. Yeah. Um, a lot of companies just think they're trying to sell something. That's not what you want to do. You want to create something people want to be a part of, which means you have to have a mission and you have to have an objective. And so whatever it is your product does, whatever whatever service it provides, whatever solution it provides, you have to make sure that your mission is, is resonates with everything that you do. And I know that sounds like abstract to people because they don't understand, but it's really not. It's, it's just about identifying certain qualities that you stand for inside your heart and making them known inside your business. And then when you approach people, it's not like, Hey, uh, buy my stuff. It's, Hey, we're trying to do this and we want you to help. And it's a totally different thing. Yeah. I totally feel Cause I mean, definitely. Cause I even had people that hit me up, um, regarding just, uh, yeah. Can you connect me with this influencer and stuff? And like, I look at their page and like they have a product and like they have you no attachment to it, you know, no culture. And that's something that I really took away from. I mean, just definitely your entire presentation at 10X, like that just really hit home because it really, even for like personal branding, you know, it's like you have with the MF CEO, it really cultivates and correlates to like every genre. And I feel like a lot of people don't really grasp that. And I think that's definitely something after listening to like a lot of your podcasts and really following you, that's the biggest thing that I've taken away. And that's just so huge to everything you've been able to do and everything you're trying to push out to people, you know? Yeah, well, you know, my personal brand, we're trying to make so uh, the reason that we get people who who are willing to be a part of it and who help it and who who believe in it is because they believe in that mission. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So whatever it is you're selling, it has a purpose, and you need to figure out what that purpose is, and you need to dedicate yourself to 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 really marketing that um, instead of your product. Yeah. So, for sure. So when it comes to um, personal branding, now that we're on the topic of that, I know that you went super hard over the last year. I've really been following your growth and it's been tremendous. So when it comes to like your position on starting to put out a personal brand, what was your kind of switch to like, I'm going to go hard on this? Just, just I'm curious about that. Dude, you know what? It kind of happened for accident. Uh, 
for me. Um, I started, I was recording a book with Vaughn, who you met earlier. He's my co-host on the podcast. And uh, we were, I had these like, this is back when Instagram, like back 13, 14, when it had only 15 second videos. Yeah. And, uh, and dude, we kept putting these clips out that were only 15 seconds long. And people were like, dude, where can I, where can I listen to your podcast? And I'm like, man, I don't have a podcast. And I did that for like a long time. I'd always answer back. It's not a podcast. It's a book. And then one day I'm like, duh, you should start a podcast. And that's really how it happened for me. Um, and then what I, you know, I started to realize like, hey, there, there's real value to this. Um, one of the things that got me to understand the power of personal branding was uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crush It. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it got, I read that book a long time ago, but I never took it serious for my personal brand. I took it serious for my company brands. And uh, what I realized is that like, dude, your personal brand is really the most valuable thing that you could ever create because no matter what happens with your company, no matter what happens, what happens, what happens, shit crumbles to the ground. You still have a, a story to tell and you have lessons learned. You have people to inspire, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then you can always work with that. So like, it's, it's almost like a, I started to see it as an insurance policy, <laughs> but, uh, but the truth is, is now it's become a full blown thing, dude. And you know, where I'm getting paid crazy amounts of money to speak for an hour, you yeah. know, it's, like, dude, I make more money in an hour than I made in my liter and literally in my first 10 years in business. You know wow. what I mean? For sure. So it, it, it's, it pays off, man. Definitely. Yeah. Cause even it's funny how you brought up the Crusher book. Cause I recently, um, I had a meet, like a quick little 15 minute meeting, like how Gary does the things up in New York. Yeah. And like, I, cause I read, um, Crush It literally like two and a half years ago when I was in my neck brace. And that's kind of like where I made the switch of like, shit, I'm, I'm young. Let me try to, let me try this personal brand thing. And that's kind of how I started really getting in contact with people like, for me and you, I sent you a DM, right? That's how, that's literally how I've been able to get in contact with like everyone that I've been able to meet. And I definitely, everyone listening, I definitely try to go hard on like the value of personal branding. You know, I, I think the, I think the important thing about that Casey is that you got to be doing something for people to take you serious. You know, that's like, true. dude, I get so many people that are like, dude, I'm starting a podcast. I want you to be a guest. Um, I just don't even respond. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like, dude, if you have a podcast and you're already doing it and then you say, Hey, I want you to be on the show. Like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna fucking give you give you some time yeah. because, dude, other people gave me time, just like other people gave Gary time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And dude, that's how we all grow together. So, like, dude, when you're actually doing something, people respect you, and the and usually they'll work with you. You know, it might take you a year of reaching out before you get someone to say yes. But, dude, most of these dudes I've met are pretty good dudes. You know what For I'm sure. saying? They're gonna help you out. For sure. And it, like, sort of like this, you know, this is, that's what you're doing for me, you know? And, and I honestly, it takes so much like appreciation to have someone like you beyond. And I think a lot of people, especially from like um, my kind of generation, like I come from a small town, middle of nowhere, Virginia, a lot of drug dealings, negative energy sort of stuff. And like, for me, just getting out and traveling as all came from literally just in my phone, personal branding and really building my viral marketing agency as well. But like, I think a lot of people just underestimate the power of this, especially with like what's happening now, you know? And it's funny because the first time I met Dan Fleshman, he, he schooled me up real quick on like directions to take my personal brand. And I, I definitely just, when it comes to the overall game of branding, I think you're one of the people that I really look to and try to model some techniques after because you're really creating a good culture. And I definitely, I'm trying to replicate that in my own way. Right. Yeah. And dude, that's the important part, right? In your own way. Yeah. A lot of people, like when we talked about like a 10 X, I talked about being authentic, right? So one of the things I do and, and I'm trying to keep it clean now because I don't want to, 
I don't, but you've heard me speak on my podcast and I, I curse a lot. Right. Yes, but sir. that's how I speak with my bros, man. Like that's who I am. So like, it's not an act. So a lot of people will hear be authentic. And what they hear is, is like, try to be like this dude and like, do it like that. Cause that works. That's not going to work for you, man. Because like, what's going to work for you is your style and you have to yeah. be in tune with what authenticity really is and what authenticity really is, is who you really are and who you really are will relate to a lot of other motherfuckers that are just like you. You yeah. know what I mean? So you for can't, sure. you can't try to emulate other people. I see a lot of people trying to emulate Gary because Gary's, you know, so well known right now. And you, you know, there's not going to be another Gary. There's not going to be another Andy. There's not going to be another uh, Dan Fleischman, you know, um, just like there's not going to be another Amazon. You know, you yep. can't copy. If you're copying something, what you're truly doing is you're copying decisions that were made years ago. OK, strategies that were made years ago and perfected years ago, which means you're always years behind. Yeah. Right? So being authentic and figuring out how you can innovate yourself is the most important thing you just said. You know what I mean? For sure, definitely. And it's funny that you brought that up. I, I was going to ask you about authenticity. And I even get a lot of people from like a younger generation standpoint, they ask me like, how do I be authentic? And I feel like a lot of people just have like the misconception of like, they don't understand you just got to be you. Like for me, what really kind of started twisting my mind was like when I started asking the people questions and just really doing Instagram stories and like being me, that's when I got the most engagement. That's when I got the most interaction, you know? Yep, exactly, bro. And like, dude, the, the 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 hurdle that people have to overcome there, especially with young people, is that like you don't have that confidence yet. So you're like, oh, nobody's gonna really like in your head. You're like, nobody really wants to hear what I have to say. Well, you'd be surprised if you just say it the way that you would say it. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, when I first started, man, because of the way that I talk and the way that I'm I'm that I you know I I kind of let loose. And when when I get intense, dude, I'm fucking intense. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of flack, bro. A lot of people hated it. You know what I mean? A lot of people were like, dude, you're just some loud mouth dude who curses all the time. Well, if that's what you hear, I'm probably not for you. You know what I mean? And that's okay. There's, there's other people out there that are, that are, that don't do that, that you probably resonate with. And that's, you know, that's something that you have to, uh, you have to expect and accept. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the way it is. For sure. And then uh, last couple of questions for you, man. I don't want to take too much of your time, but when it comes to just, you've obviously built a massive real organization. And I think for a lot of people listening as well as for myself, when it comes to getting people on your team and building the team from the upfront, as in like hiring people and making sure they're on track and keeping them accountable, what's your kind of practical tips that you'd give to someone like just starting to hire people? Um, the biggest thing is that dude, hiring that first person is real scary, right? Cause people are like, well, how, how do I know he's going to do what I need to do? Or how do I know that, that she's going to not steal from me or how do I know, how do I know, how do I know? And then how do that, how do I know themselves right out of fucking business? So <laughs> what you, you, you don't know. So all you can do right when you don't know is what trust people. Yeah. And so what you have to realize is that other people want to win just like you want to win. They might not want to be the main person, but they want to contribute to something meaningful. So the best thing that you can do is a, a trust people and B build something that they want to be a part of. Okay. Because if, if they love being a part of it, if, if you guys are having fun and, and, and you're accomplishing your mission, which I mentioned earlier, you're going to have good people. And, 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 and it's not about hiring good people. It's about building good people. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, the first, when, when you're at the, at the young level, man, you just got to trust a little bit and you got to be, um, 
you got to understand that like people want to win just like you. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Another quick question, just um, before I ask the last one, when it comes to just staying on track, because I hear a lot of people when they say, whether that be, where do you want to be in 10 years or three years? What's your intake on goal setting? Like, do you set daily goals, weekly goals, or do you have an outlook and like an end goal that you're always striving for? Um, <laughs> dude, look, man, um, I want to be a fucking billionaire. Okay. Like, I say that over and over again, like not just a billionaire, but like a multi-billionaire. I want to be the best. I want to be the best at what I do that ever lived. Yeah. Uh, I want to change more lives than have ever been changed. I want to help more people than have ever been helped through our fitness companies. I want to help more people get in shape. I want to help more people with my personal development. And I know that if I can be the best at those things, that the billions will happen. Um, so that's my like goal. I don't have a specific number or anything like that. Um, I just want to be the best. Yes, sir. But when I was young, my goal was I wanted to own a Lamborghini. And, uh, and so I set that goal for myself. And the biggest thing that I did, um, I did three things. Okay. Three things that help with goal setting. Uh, and you should definitely have goals, right? One, um, I practice gratitude in the morning. All right. So when I brush my teeth, uh, I'm the first thing I do is brush my teeth and I hope you guys do too, because otherwise people aren't going to like it very much. Brad Lee. Yeah. So exactly, man, like Brad said, so you got to brush your teeth. All right. And while you're brushing your teeth, you think about the things that you're thankful for. You've got, you know, a nice place to live. You've got food. You don't have to worry about drinking contaminated water, whatever it is. You got a girlfriend, you got good friends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever you can find. All right. And what that does is that puts you in a mental state of appreciation and it makes you have a positive start to your day. All right. I follow that up with a workout. All right. That's another thing that can help you get the positive momentum started for the day. Um, the second thing I do is I spend time right before I go to bed visualizing. All right. So when I was young and when I was, I was, I didn't start this till about 2006. And at that time I was uh, about 60 to $70,000 in credit card debt. I had just moved back home with my parents, with my dad. Um, and I, I found out about this visualization stuff. And I was like, man, you know, this sounds like bullshit, but you know, I'm, I'm not doing very well. So I'll try it. And, uh, yeah. and so I started thinking of before I went to bed, I would close my eyes and I would see myself driving up to a private jet in the Lamborghini that I wanted. And I would try to visualize it like an extreme detail. Like I would pull up and I would see the door go up and I would look out the door and see the jet. And I could tell that like the interior carbon fiber and I could see the chrome on the handrails of the stairs that go up to the jet. And I would try to see the interior as clear as I could and as much detail as I could. And it's important to know that you, you shouldn't be thinking about how you're going to get it at this time. This is just fun time, right? This is just, what do you really want? And uh, and so I used to think also um, about people cheering like a large crowd, uh, clapping and shit like I was on stage because like I grew up wanting to be a rapper. So like um, that's what I thought I was like seeing. But okay. it ended up I'm a speaker. So who, who figured? But anyway, it's pretty close. Yeah. So, uh, um, But I visualize every night still to this day. OK. <laughs> So those are two things. And the other thing that I utilized that I thought was very effective is a vision board. I got very specific about what I wanted. I went and found pictures of it, not on my phone. I made an actual board and put pictures on it. I cut them out of a magazine and I still do that. So like those three things can really help you make your goals reality 
Uh, a lot of you guys are probably like, this sounds like total bullshit, but I promise you, if you just listen to me and do it, you'll be surprised. Um, uh, the other thing I do is I utilize a power list, okay? And a power list is a day-by-day accountability checklist, and it's designed to create momentum. It's designed to help build confidence, self-esteem, uh, all the things that we talked about earlier through winning the day, okay? And so um, there's an episode on my podcast called episode, – it's episode 107 where I cover this concept in complete detail. Uh, it's called Win the Day, all right? And I cover this. It is a fail-safe system. Like it cannot be, it cannot fail. It's a guaranteed system that can get you from where you are to where you want to be. Okay? If you follow it, if you're consistent with it, it, you absolutely cannot fail. And it's the only system that I've been able to figure out that there's no holes in. So uh, it would take me like an hour to explain it all. But the best thing is just to go listen to the podcast. It's episode MFC. The MFCEO project is named the podcast episode 107. Definitely. And all that will be in the description, everyone. But last thing before I let you go, Andy. So I know we've talked a lot, of, a lot about different things, but even for myself, I'll take fitness seriously. And I know you do as well. What's like a fitness tip overall that you you give to people in your company or, or that you have on yourself? Because I know health is wealth and that's definitely, I know something you take seriously as well. But what's that as like a few things you'd want people to know before we head out? Don't overcomplicate it. All right, dude. Get all right, make sure you're drinking a lot of water. Water can do a lot of good stuff for you. Uh, you're going to meet personal trainers. You're going to meet nutritionists, and you're going to meet people who try to make it real complicated. It's yeah. not complicated, okay? you got to fuel your body with good food. You can't eat shit. Um, you got to drink a lot of water. And, you know, you could get into this more deep, but to be just healthy, man, you got to fucking move. And so, like I said a minute ago with gratitude, like, dude, maybe you're not into lifting weights like I'm into, okay? But – Maybe you're into running, whatever you're into, do that first thing in the morning. So you make sure that it gets done. So like, dude, brush your teeth, gratitude, go out, work out. That's what I do. So like I, I brush my teeth, I go to the gym, I'm there for about an hour and a half. And by the time I'm done, dude, I'm revved up, I'm ready to go. I have momentum. I'm in a positive state and I feel physically good. And that way I don't have to worry about the rest of the day, A, because it's already done, B, I feel good the rest of the day because if you actually go work out, it energizes your body physically and mentally. So I'm sharper. I'm a better version of myself um, after doing that. So the biggest thing, dude, drink a lot of water. Make sure that you learn a little bit about diet. Um, Like I said, you don't have to overcomplicate it, all right? You can visit my website, obviously. I, I don't want to – I I make it a point to try not to plug my own shit. Plug. It's uh, all down there already. <laughs> so you just go to firstform.com. Uh, there's tons of information on there. You can reach out to our customer service guys. One of the things that makes our company unique is that our customer service reps are actually uh, NASM-certified sports nutritionists and NASM-certified wow. personal trainers with five years industry experience. So if you call in with a question, doesn't matter what it is, we will help you because that's our goal. Our goal is to help. So like, it doesn't matter if you know nothing or if you know a lot, it doesn't matter where you are, call us and we'll help you. Uh, you don't have to buy anything. It's just something that we do because our mission is to make sure people get results. So like, you know, I don't even care if you're using other people's products. It doesn't matter. We'll show you how to do shit right. Uh, but yeah, dude, you know, besides that, um, get up, move and get it out of the way. Drink a lot of water. Boom. That's what's up, man. Andy, man, I really appreciate you coming on before we live stream. One book that's just changed your life that you just want to end on a bang. 
Dude, uh, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz uh, is probably the most impactful book that I ever read. Um, I I found out about that book from uh, Tim Ferriss. This is like 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 back in I don't know oh seven or oh eight. Yeah, I saw him somewhere, uh, and he recommended that book. I don't know if it was online or if it was. Uh, in, I met him in person a couple times. I can't remember where he recommended it, but I yep. think it was in, in the back of a four hour work work week book that he read or wrote. Anyway, I read Tim's book. I thought it was cool, and I started. And so what I try to do is read all the other books that that people. Uh, recommend. So I ordered that book. I read it. And dude, I think that book changed my life more than any one single book. So the magic of thinking big by a guy named David Schwartz. For sure. Well, Andy, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Everyone listening, if you aren't following him on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever it is, I'll be down below. Make sure you go give him a follow, subscribe to his podcast. That is the most fire podcast that I listen to. And that's just something that I love to say. So yeah, Andy, I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, dude, thanks for having me. Monarch Legacy of Monsters, an Apple original series. The world is on fire. I decided to do something about it. On November 17th. This place, it's not ours. Believe me. The most massive event of the year arrives. But if you come with me, you'll know everything, I promise. Oh my God, go, go, go! Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Streaming November 17th, only on Apple TV+. Plus.